Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. Uh, I've got a guest here that I'm excited about. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Rocky Lalvani. Rocky, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Evan. Excited to be with you today. Good. I, I, I am happy to hear that. <laughs> so uh, I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that the audience, everybody listening, is on the same page because some of them might not know who you are. So go ahead and tell us, who are you and what do you do? So I am a chief profitability officer. I work with small business owners. And basically what I do is help them to understand what is going on financially in their business. And then to use that information to take the next step in their business. At the end of the day, our goal is that they have a growing and profitable business. And so I work with their accountants, bookkeepers, and them to help them achieve those goals. Okay. And is that through like investments or marketing or like what exactly do you do? No. So most business owners got into business because they loved what they do. So let's take something simple. You know, a plumber got into business to do plumbing. He didn't get into business to do accounting. Somebody might have gotten into business because they wanted to bake great cakes. Somebody might have gotten into business because they love to write code and they they love to do that. Someone might want to sell in a particular segment. The reality is most of those people don't look at their financials. They don't look at how much revenue is coming in and they don't look at where the money is going. So the first thing we do is figure out where is your money coming in and where is it going and how much time and effort is allocated to that. So, you know, and I keep it simple with the plumber, right? The plumber goes out and he does a job. And when he does a job, it takes him time. And then he's got materials and then he charges the client. And we make sure that all those numbers are right because if the plumber goes out and doesn't appropriately charge, at the end of the day, he can't pay his bills at home, right? Mm -hmm. His business struggles. He can't pay for the truck, can't pay for new tools. The other thing we do is we look at the plumber and say, hey, do you know when you do this kind of work, you make a lot of money? And when you do this kind of work, you barely break even. And so we say, maybe you should stop doing work that you're barely breaking even on, or maybe you need to raise prices or shift to where you're making your most profitable work and spend your time and efforts where you can get the best return on that effort. So even in a bakery, right? A cake might make so much in profit, 
but cupcakes might make a lot more in profit. So how do we shift our business and sell a lot more cupcakes? Because that's what really puts money in our pocket at the end of the day. And it's not the top. It's not how much you're charging. It's how much you actually get to keep after you pay for all the ingredients and the time and the effort and the overhead. Right. That's interesting. So you go in then and you you look through all of these things, look through all the books and you can find um, you can find this kind of these these uh, these patterns. We can find some in the books, but the problem is it's not all in the books. So I have to sit down and talk to them and understand what's actually involved. So let's go back to podcasting, right? What do you, you do podcast editing or? Yeah, yeah, I do podcast, you know, audio, video, blah, 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 all that. All that kind of stuff. So, you know, when you edit a podcast, there's a certain amount of time that goes into that. And you probably don't have a lot of costs and overhead um, Mm -hmm. other than your software and, and maybe some basic equipment. So then it's like, hey, where do you get your best return on time to actually get that. And that's sitting down and asking you questions like, hey, how long does it take you to edit a podcast? How long does it take you to put all these extras in? So if you find that, hey, I can put all these extras in, but it only takes me five minutes, but I can get, let's say, $5 for each extra. Well, then you know, hey, maybe I should add on a lot of extras for the client because every extra they get, I make a disproportionate profit on right 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 yeah that that is really interesting um what so what i'm kind of curious what like led you into doing this like what what, what is your background in so my background i have a, a bachelor of science in economics i have an mba um that's not necessarily what led me to this i always was on the personal financial side so i was always learning how to build wealth how to actually get wealthy. I was also a spreadsheet junkie. So I've been praying with spreadsheets since VisiCalc. Now, for people who don't know, VisiCalc was the first electronic spreadsheet back in the 80s. And I was showing accountants how to go from paper ledger to electronic spreadsheets. Spreadsheets tell me stories. They tell me what's going on. Um, But that's only part of the story. So that's kind of my background. I was spending most of my time on the personal finance side of helping people build wealth. And I got introduced to the book Profit First, which is by Mike Michalowicz. And I started talking to people and they're like, yeah, business owners don't look at their financials. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're in business. You understand the business of business, right? And they're like, no, they don't. They're doing what they love. And accounting is not at the top of that list. It's usually at the bottom. And so that was kind of a big pivot for me to go, hey, this is a market that I can truly serve and they're willing uh, and able to pay for services because the return we can give on the cost of what I do is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, it re- it's true that that few people really have an interest or, or desire to really dive into the uh financial side of uh of business the business side of business and so even though there's you know i mean obviously you're evidence of this you go in there if you do that like there's so much profit and everything that can be found so that was really cool (laughs) and people rely on their cpa to do this but what they don't realize is most cpas are focused on tax 
And the easiest way to have you pay lower taxes is to have you be less profitable. And so they're misaligned to your goals. You're like, no, 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 I want more profit, but then you have to pay more tax and that's okay. We, we help people do that. And we have right. the money set aside. So when the tax bill comes, you can stroke a check. Right, right, right. That, that is, that's very interesting. That, that is a uh, very impactful work, I would imagine. Um, so you have a podcast. Yeah, I have two. Tell us, tell us about that. How, uh, what are your podcasts for those who are, are unaware? And um, also, which came first, the business or the podcast? So the first podcast I came out with was Richer Soul. And that was designed to kind of do it on the personal financial side. But there's so many personal financial sites out there that I wanted it to be kind of beyond just money. I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing. And it started as a blog. And I realized for me to write content on a blog and make it sound coherent was not fun for me. And it took too much work. And people were like, you should start a podcast because you've got a voice for it. It's much easier for you for at least with my skill set to just create content by talking to people than it is for me to spend hours writing an article. And so that's how the first podcast came about. I was like, hey, I'm going to try this. We'll see what happens. And it grew quite nicely over the years. The problem was I didn't appropriately target it. So when you mm -hmm. hear richer soul, I ask you, what is that about? And, and it's not so clear, like, oh, it sounds like it's about, you know, money and your soul. But, you know, what are you going to find when you get there? I don't know. And that's the problem. And because the show goes all over the place, it's hard to monetize it. It's I have, I've built a wonderful audience, but it's not an audience that converts to money in my pocket. Right. Right. So it's fun. I love doing it. it. I meet a lot of great people. It's wonderful for networking. I get to talk to people who would never talk to me. It gets me indoors. It gives me opportunities. And it builds no like and trust with my clients. They, they get to know me as a person. And so from that standpoint, it's phenomenal. But it's not going after my target niche. So in the middle of, at the beginning of COVID, I started my next one. The next one's called Profit Answer Man. Mm. So it's clear, right? What am I coming to the show to learn how to be more profitable, right? I've got a defined audience with a defined name. And I will tell you, so you'll love this. There's a backstory to this. Okay. So Profit Answer Man, I, I stole the title from Retirement Answer Man, right? That's my good friend, Roger Whitney. So if you think about it, when you hear retirement answer, man, well, what's that all about? Well, how do I retire, right? Well, Roger, he stole it from podcast answer, man, which is Cliff Raven's class, right? I, yeah, back. I know, you know Cliff. Cliff. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've talked. So he stole it from Cliff. And we're all part of, uh, and we've been part of uh, some different groups with Dan Miller, who who does a lot of masterminds and business building and and so yeah, yeah. that's kind of how we all came together. And because of that, I've even met Cliff. I've chatted with Cliff. 
he was on my podcast and we talked about, you know, that. And it, it was a proven easy model of understanding how to connect with your niche audience and for them to be clear about what you do. People try to be catchy and cute. It fails miserably. I've talked to a lot of other podcasters about it. Same thing. Your title needs to be clear about what people are going to get when they come to your show. Yeah. And so that's what that's all about. And that one is, I, I do, all I do on there is teach people how to be more profitable in business. Right. And so do, are, are both podcasts still actively releasing new episodes or have you focused on just uh, profit instrument? No, they both release new episodes every week without fail. So Richer Soul, I think, is up to about, I don't know, 270 episodes, just consistently putting them out every week. That is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is impressive. That, that is not easy to do um, for most podcasters. That's really cool that you... Uh, that you've been able to keep that up. So for well, well, and part yeah. of the reason I'm able to do that is we're recording right now at the end of December. Both my podcasts are already recorded out through February. One of them might be recorded out through March. So that wow. takes all the pressure off. If I screw up next week, yeah, whatever. Screw up the week after that, whatever. Oh, well, let me throw a couple recordings in this week, get caught up, get out ahead, and then there's no pressure anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that is the way I always recommend people to go about it. You batch record and then batch produce, and it makes it just infinitely easier. So Profit Answer Man, so you've got this podcast that you started with the goal of having it be more niched and be able to generate more, well, profits. Um, so how, how does the podcast fit into your business? Is it kind of its own separate thing as like a side hustle kind of uh, possible passive income thing, or does it like help generate clients revenue for your business? So my call to action at the end of profit answer, man, is, you know, if you're a business owner, who's got over half a million, somebody to do all of this for you, get on my calendar and people show up on my calendar. And when they show up on my calendar, I don't need to sell because they've already been sold by the time they get to my calendar. Then it's just a conversation of, can you help me? And how much is it going to cost for you to help me? They're ready to buy more often than not. All of the sales of marketing, which is what the podcast is doing. And the, all the podcast does is constantly provide value. And at the end of the day, so you're a podcast editor. Clearly, you work with podcasters. We all love to podcast, but that doesn't mean we all want to edit, right? All these people want to run their business. It doesn't mean that they want to look at the numbers in their business. And so they're like, hey, just like they hire an editor, they're like, hey, make me profitable. Right. Yeah, that's that makes sense. So have you so you've seen then is the podcast like your main tool for like client acquisition and business growth or is it just like kind of a one of many or like a top of the funnel sort of thing it it probably represents a it a it's a big portion of it 
get a lead from somewhere else and I meet somebody uh, and we start talking and rather than go through the whole sales process, I'm like, hey, check out my podcast, go away for three months and then they'll come back three or four months later. If they're, if they connect, if they like what I have to say, then they show up ready to buy. But I haven't, it, it's an automated system that it's not push marketing, which is me sending a million emails, which I do. It's them saying, Hey, I love to listen to what this guy's saying. He's helping me. I want to, uh, I want to listen and find it. And I I've seen it go all over the board. There's some people who might listen for a long time. And then they show up on my calendar. And then there's people who are like, I found your show yesterday. I've been looking for this. Help me. Right. Okay. That, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty cool to hear. So you would recommend as someone who is in the business of helping businesses grow, would you recommend a podcast uh, for someone who is at any stage of, of entrepreneurship? So the answer is it depends. It depends on your particular audience, who you're selling to, and whether or not a podcast is the best vehicle to reach them. So for example, I'm dealing with entrepreneurs, right? They don't have time to go to networking events. They're running around all the time, but they do tend to sometimes work out. They do tend to drive. And when they're driving or they're working out or they're doing some other activity, they want to learn about business. And so they'll go and listen to podcasts. So it makes sense in that case for me to do it for that audience. Um, so I think Right, right. Okay. Yeah, because that's, I know that a lot of people are unsure about, you know, how they want to fit a podcast in. So that's cool hearing that it's, it's a big part of what you do. Um, so as we begin to uh, wind down the interview, there's, there's a question that I always like to ask, um, that I think really generates some interesting responses. So for you, when you first started podcasting, what was your biggest fear? of podcasting and did that did that fear end up coming true so you know i think the the biggest fear i think in the beginning was probably more along the lines of will i be able to continue to get guests right in the beginning mm -hmm. i could rely on a couple of things. i i recorded the first 10 episodes solo and then it was a question, well, how do I get guests? And it's been easy. It gets easier and easier to get guests. And so everyone wants to be a guest these days. And so it, it is not that difficult to, to fill it up and to be able to do that. Now, I, for a lot of people, I think their fear is hearing their own and dealing with that. It's, you know, you can connect the dots going backwards. You can't connect dots going forward. My first job out of college was selling dictation equipment. So I was constantly recording and playing back my voice as part of the sales process. So for me to record and listen back and do all of that was just no big deal. 
Like I didn't have that hurdle, which I think is one of the biggest hurdles that many people have. Um, the other is, you know, how well are you going to speak? But the editor fixed that. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not really, you know, that that's a fake hurdle because they can fix everything in post-production. Uh, right. And so that that kind of gets handled. So, yeah, I think the biggest question was for me was whether I'd get guests and how would I be able to do that? And now I turn down probably 80% of guest requests because I, it's just too much or either too much or not in, in perfect alignment. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I appreciate uh, you coming on and sharing this wisdom. Uh, I also kind of wanted to ask too, what, so I'm sure a lot of people are really like profit and money is a huge motivator for most people, right? That's the other kind of services where everyone's probably going to be like, Ooh, you know, that is, that is really interesting. So what would be, let's, what would be one piece of advice for someone? Um, maybe they're, they can't afford right now to go to you and have you work with them directly, so what would be like a piece of advice you would give them so they could, you know, move themselves in the right direction on their own? So everything that I do for my clients, I teach for free on the podcast. So they can go listen to the podcast. If book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz, it's not my book. Read the book because it's a mindset shift in how you think about profit in your business. Mike changed the equation from sales minus expenses equals profit to sales minus profit equals expenses. So you take your profit first and you constrain your spending, which is the opposite of what everyone's been told. You got to spend money to make money. We tell people no, spend money to make money. We tell them profit is a habit, not an event. Not like, oh, I'll be profitable when X. No, you build your business profitable from day one. And so that's mm -hmm. probably the, you know, the simplest, easiest way to shift the way you think about money in your business. I love that. I've never heard anyone uh, flip the script in that way. So that, that's really cool to hear. Um, well, thank you so much again, uh, Rocky, for being willing to come on the podcast. For someone who is, you know, who's interested in you and uh, what you do, uh, where can they find out more about you? So the website is ProfitComesFirst.com. And as we've talked about, the, the podcast, wherever you're listening, is Profit Answer Man. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again, Rocky, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Evan. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.